never remember what episode it is, nor do I care, because we're just having fun here on the Sam Boner Show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Sam Boner Show. Here, as always, Mr. Colin Thompson. I'm Sam Boner and Mick. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Woo! Happy Friday! We got to say that on this, uh, this this beautiful broadcast. Happy Friday, folks. It's a beautiful day in the Sam Boner hood. It's a beautiful time to be a Sam Boner. The NFL draft kicked off last night. We'll be watching that throughout the entire weekend. Um, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at the Original Fudge Kitchen, shipping sweet treats all across the country. The Original Fudge Kitchen, chocolate, vanilla, peanut butter, swirl, you name it, they got it. Go online, ship some treats to a good friend for their birthday, for the holidays. The summer's right around the corner. Looking forward to an Unbelievable summer, and thanks, big thanks to our friends at the Original Fudge Kitchen for making this show possible. Colin, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Uh, absolutely love the Fudge Kitchen, getting it for Mother's Day coming up, so I'm jacked for that. Um, I'm doing great, man. Obviously, the draft, and and this is an episode that we're super excited to do. For those that follow the show, we try to have the bullpen episode, right? So, Or don't follow the show. We'll summarize it. We'll have a bullpen episode, which brings in just people that are Sam Boners. We have them on and we talk to them and just chop it up, have a good time. That's always one episode per month. There's another episode per month that's featuring a chef, like a Tony Luke, or like, you know, just a different breed, the deli guy on this month. Like people that are chefs and small business owners and whatever they may be, we just feature them and talk to them about their journey. And then one of our favorite episodes, if not our favorite, is the location episode at the end of the month where we find a place we deep dive into it. We talk about the mom and pops. We talk about the famous places. We talk about, you name it, we talk about it. And this week, this month, is none other than South Philly, Mick. When you hear South Philly, oh, baby. I have, like, goosebumps right now. What comes to mind? I, I, I Goosebumps, man. Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind for me is growing up as a kid, my dad taking me down to Veteran Stadium for a baseball game. And I don't know why this just came to mind, but my dad was a huge fan of Ralph's Italian restaurant right on 9th Street, right in the Italian market. Like, honestly, like right down the street from Angelo's. And we would just hit that up at like, you know, five o'clock. He'd get off work. We'd drive down, hit Ralph's Italian, get like a nice chicken parm or, you know, a chicken or veal parm with Alfredo sauce. I used to love chicken parm with Alfredo sauce growing up. Grab a couple Shirley Temples. I used to call them baseballs. I always felt like Shirley Temples was like the girl way to say it. No offense to anybody out there, but I called them baseballs. But yeah, my dad would grab a couple pops. We'd have a nice Italian dinner and then him and I would go down. You know, he had unbelievable seats thanks to uh, Kenny's Bar in Southampton. Shout out Kenny's Bar. Uh, my dad, Joe Shields, Vin Shields and their father picked up a full season ticket plan back in the 70s. So I was fortunate enough to go down to a lot of Phillies games um at veteran stadium sitting second row behind the home dugout as a kid and uh we'd always stop at rouse and pick up dinner before the game so that's one of my finest memories of south philadelphia as a kid how about yourself colin man when i think of south philly i think of a few different things you know obviously food and the culture and sports and and the people and but you know for me as a kid like you said growing up with my dad and going down to the you know three Flyers games a year. And we sat in the same seats because of the Rotary Club in Doolestown. My dad bought them from the same guy every year. And it was like 17th row. I'll never forget it. And go down there and hit chickies before and sit next to him at the bar. And, you know, as a little kid, the bartenders would treat me awesome. And my dad, like you said, having a couple pops and, 
eating crab fries and like just awesome moments and fires and Lindros and like people are fighting. And, and that other memory of mine that just popped in my head was my buddy's dad, Kevin Murphy, who's a firefighter in, uh, I forget where he's at now, but somewhere Buck County, Montgomery area. His father used to run uh, Comcast and he would run the building and the operation side of it. So we'd be able to run rampant through the buildings. And right before the spectrum shut down, we play, they would call them seven fifteeners. And it was all the people that work for Comcast and the flyers and the phantoms would play on the ice in the morning. So we play hockey with like the GM of the flyers and like the front office and like all the people that clean the ice and the vending machine people, like everybody would play hockey in the morning. And then we would help the, the crew clean the ice in the morning for the phantom. Awesome. awesome. So one day we did a, we would played hockey at 6.15 or 7.15, helped clean the ice in the morning. Then we went to breakfast in South Philly somewhere I forget. I believe there's a diner down there in one of the um, in one of like the shipping centers right next to the stadium. I don't know what it is. but Melrose uh, Diner? Maybe. It's like you got to go through the no, gate. Melrose, though. Yeah, it's not Melrose. But we would go down, clean the ice in the morning, go to breakfast, Flyers game at 1 o'clock, Phillies World Series at 7.30. It was like the best day of my life. I'll never forget it. And uh, I just have a lot of fond memories of going to the games down there. I think all of us do. And then on an outside note, from an outside perspective, there's a lot of Philly people listening here. But when I bring up Philly to all my guys around the league, or I bring up Philly to guys I played with or their parents or, or people down here in Annapolis, man, it's so cool having all the sports venues right there. Don't take it for granted, Philly. Most cities, I played in Chicago, Wrigley's here. This stadium's here. That's there. You got to drive. There's a hub of South Philly, and then the greatest food and culture neighborhood that one of them that this country has to offer and that's, is that's right it, there. Dude. That's it. That's the best part about this episode, and we're going to dive into some of these places, but just, like, you're, you're we're talking some of the best sandwiches, some of the best Italian meats, some of the best Italian meals, like, at your fingertips, five, six minutes from the sports complex. This talk about, the talk about the 76ers moving to the city I don't know, man. I hope it never happens, honestly. It's I think an interesting it's concept. We talked about it here on Not For Long. Brian O'Grady, our host of the baseball show, said absolutely not. I said absolutely because growing up, I, I thought it was so cool. Like when I we go to Madison Square Garden, my dad would take me up like every couple of years, watch a Flyers game up there and like taking the train in and coming up into the city and like all the people are wearing jerseys. And I was like, man, that's so point, though. It would be, it would entice people more to use public transportation. The fact yeah. that you can just get on, you don't have to pay 25, 35 bucks for parking. Dude, you, you live right near a train station there. Everybody does in Bucks yeah. County, Montgomery County. Like we're all near a train station. And, and from speaking for someone who's in Maryland, we're in Annapolis. DC's an hour drive. We can't get on a train and go. You got to drive in the city. I know, but like, you know, um, it's kind of cool to hop on a Attendance is not a struggle at the Sixers, though. No, but there's a money issue with the business side. True. And, that, True. But it, and we're off the rails per usual, but I think it'd be an interesting side to talk about what it'd do for small business in the city. Red Terminal Market, Reading Terminal, Reading Terminal Market would be, that's where it would be done. It's an interesting debate. South Philly, though, it's a magical place. Again, and I think, too, to add to mix about the sandwiches and the hoagies and all the stuff on, you know, South Street, all that cool stuff. Now there's a just influx of all kinds of eats. We're going to get into that today. But there's there's something for everybody. It's not just Italian food and cheesesteaks down there. I mean, South Philly is a great place to live in this city now, and it's brought a lot of people in with diverse cultures and backgrounds. It's I think pound for pound from all my travels, culture and food, it's I, up there man, in the best I, country. I, 11 more years uh, uh my my youngest will be will be out of high school my wife doesn't want to hear this but my goal is to move to south philadelphia 
be able to hit all these places, have them at your fingertips, walk to the game or, you know, hop on the subway, nothing better. Dude, my buddy lives right behind Chick. He's in a row home. It's where he grew up. Oh, yeah. And the best part is he's like, this guy's a mobster. This guy's a billion <laughs> mobster. And, and the neighborhood is pristine behind Chickies. You could eat off the ground. Dude, like, it is. <laughs> it's pristine. It's it pristine. is, man. Now I would want to be more closer to, like, the heart of South Philadelphia. Yeah, of course. Nine, yeah. Bainbridge. But that is either here nor there. So Great yeah. subway, too, by the way. The subway right there, bang, up and down Broad Street. Like, that's really super convenient for sense. It needs it's a work, side man. Note. It needs work. Well. It's been, a while it for me. it's been a while <laughs> for me. I'll say when I was at Temple, we used to hop on, take the express down and hit games up and then take the local back and jump up and hit this pub here and then get the next local stop, hit this pub. Just love South Philly. God, yeah. I love South Philly. So, you know, without further ado, uh, let, let's, let's set, let's set the bar here. Right. So there's a lot to talk about in South Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I, I always joke, like it is the Sam Boner heaven right south philadelphia is the 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 glue the heart of the sam boner hood and i don't i I don't think we would be you know justifying the sam boner hood if we didn't talk about four spots right out of the gate right these are historic iconic places um you know they get labeled as the the tourist trap right you know we could talk about pats and genos pats and genos is the mecca the mecca of, of not only just Philly cheesesteaks. I don't even like labeling it Philly cheesesteaks. Like people outside of Philadelphia, when you label it Philly cheesesteaks, that tells me you probably don't have a good cheesesteak. If you just label it cheesesteak, you got a good cheesesteak. But people coming all over the country, flying into Philadelphia, they want to go to Patch and Gino's. You should go to Patch and Gino's. Now look, is Patch and Gino's the best cheesesteak in the entire tri-state? The answer is no. However, you got to pay respect where respect is due. Without Patch and Geno's, there is no cheesesteak landscape, right? This is this is the the bread and butter when it comes to cheesesteaks. So, you know, huge, huge kudos to both Pat's, Geno's, setting the just uh, the cheesesteak landscape and giving everybody that that vision to you know, create another opportunity for other places. And then we fall right into like John's Roast Pork and Tony Luke's, right? John's Roast Pork on Snyder Ave. They've been in business 50 plus years, Colin. You know, we've been at this thing for four years. You know, we like to have fun with the Sam Boners and the, and the top 10 cheesesteak list. And, you know, John's Roast Pork was one. John's Roast Pork was two. Back to one, back to two. But like, at the end of the day, this is an establishment that has just continued to do it day in, day out. One of the most consistent cheesesteak joints in Philadelphia, in the Sam Boner hood. But in addition to that, they do an unbelievable hot roast pork. They were doing cutlets at one point, hoagies, just the, 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 the vibe outside of John's roast pork. It's like, it's just South Philly through and through, you know, you stop there before flyer six or the Eagles Phillies game, their hours are a little different, right? So they have their unique hours. It's not the place you're going to hit after a game, but Pat's and Geno's, yeah, that's the place you're going to hit before or after. You're going to go see the shiny lights. What was the movie they just filmed right outside? I mean, there's a ton of There's movies. a ton. Yeah. I, I'll all- say this, Mick. I'll add this. I, I yeah. don't know the movie, but when we would, when Archbishop Wood would go down and play Newman Garetti, you take the bus and right, of course, the old school bus, you pile down there 
and you get and you pass Patrick on the way in, and you know, no matter how much we get blown out by now, this is old school with basketball, not the new school who beats Newman. We would get smoked, and then we would get back on the bus. We get we drive to Pat and Geno's, and you, and you'd have a whatever, either per diem or something from your parents, and you'd be able to pick one or the other, and you have fifteen minutes to get your cheesesteak, and then back on the bus to go home. So, not it's a staple locally, and then globally because when I'm oh you're from Philly, Pat and Geno's, right? I mean, this is all over the country where I played, so yeah, I would like to give that perspective because again, I don't think Philly people really know how good we have it. No, they don't. But I, again, like. You know, if anybody out of Philadelphia or out of Pennsylvania is coming in to watch a Phillies game or an Eagles game, like you should go to Patch and Geno's. Like that's Ooh. that's just that's what you do, man. You got right go next to each it. other. The courts are right there. It's like so South Philly. But then, little do you know, like the outskirts, there's just so many freaking gems, and we'll get into those gems. But again, without further ado, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay respect to Tony Luke's now Tony and Nick's right on Oregon Ave. I mean, just another like again. It's yeah. Is it is it touristy? Sure, right. It's Tony Luke's man. Tony Luke's Tony Luke Jr. has been at this thing for as long as I can remember. As a kid, just going down to South Philadelphia for a Phillies game. Like yeah, let's go pick up an Italian hoagie or a cheesesteak or a hot roast pork at Tony Luke's. Like why wouldn't you, man? The lights are shining. The you know anytime you see the neon lights, dude, you, you just get you start glowing. Right, you start yeah, right off ninety five. You can kind of look down and see it when you're heading south. And I'll say this: like, yeah, they're touristy, but guess what? Pat's and Geno's. There's still plenty of Philly people that eat there, right? Yeah, and they're and you know, and they've and they've kept it traditional, right? Like they're not. They didn't get into the seated rolls. They didn't get into the Cooper Sharp whiz. It's just a standard regular cheesesteak doing the trick. Yeah, you're gonna oftentimes get one that's just a little off the rails, but couple drinks what, in, we, yeah. that's what we do here in the sand Miller show couple hoo-hahs what's the difference 9.9 yeah. yeah so man you know just doing my doing my research here for this show and then you just like you start jotting down all these things and it's like man alive like i got i got stories to the cows come home with these oh. places like i've sand boned them all dude and if i haven't sand boned them sand boner nation has, has backed this up and you know put their put their foot forward on a lot of these places so we'll we'll just continue to run down the list uh appreciate everybody listening in hope that you guys continue to you know share this episode with friends if you got some out of towners coming into Philadelphia that are looking for recommendations shoot them this podcast man we'll run it down for you we'll we'll, we'll show them what's right what's wrong uh the next one on the list is Phillips so Phillips dude have you ever had Phillips I don't think you have I have not okay so I haven't until about 20 2020 and, and, and when I got there for the first time, I, I said to myself, like, why have I never been here? Like, if you're going down 76 and you're heading down to the game and you you yield off sports complex to the right and then Passionk Ave, I hope I get that right. Passionk. Dude, you always Passionk. say it wrong. You're doing fine, bro. Yeah. Well, fuck anybody that wants to call me out on it. But at the end of the day, no, I'm just kidding. Like, so you we make didn't... that left and Phillips is right there on your right. So I pull up the Phillips that one day. And this is a this is a good story because we decided to go live with Sam Boners in, in August of 2020. And, you know, we had a ton of reviews prior just amongst a couple, you know, friends of ours just doing it, you know, over text, over text, over text. So we finally went live. My first live Sam Bone. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down to the shore. I'm going to stop it. Phillips Steaks. Never been there before in my life. They serve like that flapjack, like the flats. You, know, you either have the chopped or the flats, kind of like Steve's Prince of Steaks. So they very similar to Steve's Prince of Steaks. Dude, blew me away, knocked my socks off and posted up on my hood of my car, Phillips stakes in the back. I'm like, this is literally like two minutes from the ballparks growing up as a kid. And I've never been there, but dude, this place is legit. I got the traditional whiz, 
Like I, I, I'm, I've, I've converted to the American cheese now. The Cooper Sharp, but as a kid, like ages 13 all the way to 30, I was a whiz guy, man. Whiz wit all the way through. And these guys do a number on the flapjack style cheesesteak with the whiz, the onions. Big shout out to Phillips. Love it there, dude. And it's been hit multiple times by Sam Boner Nation. What else do we I got? Right, next, next in line, we got Angelo's. Man, I was going to save this for last, but it's just next in line. I don't, I don't put anything in alphabetical order or anything like that. Again, we went to Wood. Got a graduate, you know, a business degree from Penn State University. But is that what you call right. it? <laughs> but yeah, dude. Well, I mean, what what can we say about Angelo's, Colin? Honestly, like it, it's it's the game changer, right? Again, like this isn't your Pats and Genos. This is the new era, new age cheesesteak. Danny and the boys are, you know, just brewing up and baking some of the best bread and the best sandwiches in South Philadelphia. Uh, if this cheesesteak is not in your top three, we need to have a conversation. I mean, these guys get in at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just go ahead, Colin. What do you I'm got? Saying they should be number one. Always. I don't mean to interrupt, but like go back to go back to what you're talking about, about the dedication, the work ethic, and those that are interested in that. We had Mr. Freaking Cheesesteak himself on. But I don't cut you off, Mick. Continue about the grind, the effort these guys put in here. Talk about it, dude. Go ahead. No, I just think that, listen, if you, if they're not number one on your cheesesteak palate, I did John's roast pork. I had, a, I went to Temple, obviously I've talked about it on here a bunch, but I, you know, I, I had uh, the opportunity to speak to the football team there. So the, the football guy's like, dude, they're big Sam Boner guys, right? So like, let's get out and let's freaking Sam Bone. Where do you want to go? I'm like, well, all right. I mean, I think this is a perfect time to go to Angelo's. <laughs> So like, let's go to John Rose Porkburg. And I'm sitting down there talking about it. I'm like, I've never been to Angelo's. Like, well, let's go to Angelo's too. I'm like, great. So I sandbound John Rose Pork. It's the best thing I ever put in my mouth. Unbelievable. Tastiest cheesesteak of all time. Number one. I think I gave it a 9-6, 9-7. And then I had Danny's cheesesteak at Angelo's. 15 minutes after, literally got in the car. <laughs> 15 minutes. And people said it. They're right. It's a game changer. First off, the service and the people in there are just unbelievable. Okay. Like, I just want to hang out in there all day, crack a beer, sit in the window, shill, and just hang yeah. out. Because and Daniel will have you right in, man. He's got a nice little second floor up there. It's and, a show, uh, and it's first class. They don't have any room left. There's so many ovens, and there's people working everywhere. They have 15 people working back there. It's smaller than my little bar here. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. If, if, if you haven't listened to the episode with, with the owner, Danny, from Angelo's, Oh my God! This guy wears it on his sleeve. I, I, I he's struggling to, to 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 break eighty five on an every given day. But outside of that, the kid can, the guy can bake bread. The guy can make cheesesteaks. He's got an unbelievable staff. He's got an unbelievable business going. You got to check it out. Angelo, do, do do yourself a favor and listen to that episode. But good call. Yeah, moving right along. Yeah, you know, we broke this down in like cheesesteaks and sandwiches. Like you know, there's places that just really I think are primarily cheesesteak places. Um, again, we're a bunch of wing nuts here. What do we got next on the list? Oh, Jack Steaks. Jack Steaks. Formerly, formerly uh, Charlie's. Charlie's Roast Pork became Jack's. Called up with the owner, Joe, a couple days back. Uh, big fan of the Sam Boners. He he turned Charlie's Roast Pork into this, like, Jack Steaks and Pensport. It's more of like a bar. Uh, shout out Brian McGrath. Brian McGrath, Sam Boner Nation. He hit this place. And just the, like, you know, you got, you got the eye. I've never had it, right? So I can't talk a, a, a big game about it, but like, I'm a big fan of the eye test, right? Look, oh, shit, man. 
I hope I don't get killed by saying this, but like you either can make a good cheesesteak or you can't, right? If you put the time and effort into it, the little TLC I like to talk about, you can produce a good cheesesteak. These guys are bringing in the seeded fresh rolls, using the Cooper Sharp. Uh, you know, Brian raved about it. I think he also did a cutlet from there as well. And the cutlet looked dynamite. And then just in addition to, you know, the, the transition from Charlie's roast pork to now Jack's steaks, they created a bar, Colin. So you can go in there, grab a sandwich, grab a beer, post up the corner bar. Yep. Watch the Phil's game. And it's, dude, it's right there in South Philadelphia, the Pennsport area of South Philadelphia on Wharton street, a must recommendation, a must yeah, check it out if you can. And then, dude, there's just a ton of other places right there, like in the South Philadelphia, like within mile, like a mile from the stadiums, like Avenue Steaks. Your boy talked about Avenue Steaks. Uh, Avenue Steaks, a couple people sandbone that place um, and just said, dude, this is a legit cheesesteak. Like it's just uh, just everything you want. You know, after, you know, six or seven beers, you go post up in South Philadelphia and grab a cheesesteak, Avenue Steaks, doing it right. Oregon Steaks, right there. Another place, right around the corner, right down the street from Tony Luke's. Um, who was the dude that Sambone Oregon? He had like the fucking Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. Yeah, 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 dude. Holy shit, man. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of those episodes. They're going to be gunning for me, Colin. I know it. Going, man. No, no, no. You're not. It's Oregon. But people say Oregon Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, no, trust me. They, people wear it on their sleeves. Who's this fucking asshole from Bucks County talking about? No, they'll South say Philadelphia? they'll call the state. They'll call the state Oregon, and then they'll say <laughs> Oregon Ave. You're like, what? Oh my god! Oh my god! And then you know, you, and then you, and then you, and then you move closer, like towards uh, like South Street. There's a bunch of places right there, uh, like Ishka Bibbles. Whew. People rave about like the chicken cheesesteak at Ishka Bibbles. I haven't had like great success at Ishka Bibbles, but it, it is one of those like iconic spots has been around for 40, 50 plus years. I think there's two locations. There is two locations. Maybe fried ones. And I went to the wrong spot the one day we, we unfortunately caught a bad deal, but there's another spot that I think you can like go up window side and kind of, you know, step out and just eat it right on South street. I, I I don't know, man. I got fine memories of that place. I got to get back there. But again, their chicken cheesesteak, I think, is one of the best in the city. What else we got? Jim Steaks, unfortunately. They had a little house fire. Mm. They're down in the dumps right now. But they'll... Still legendary, though. Oh, yeah, dude. You've been to Jim's, right? Dude, I went in college, of course. I mean, Temple was right. I mean, we had a ball at Temple. And that's part of it, too, where I get into South Philly. is like I grew up going to the stadiums. Like every other kid from Bucks County, Montgomery County, not a lot of time in South Philly. Maybe stop at Chickies or something, but not really. And then you get to Temple, and you're like, oh, boy, here we go. And you pack on and you pack on a good time at McGillan's or you pack on someplace on South Street or whatever. And you're like, well, what are we going to eat? It's like gyms, man. Grab a freaking yeah. grab a you know, yingling to polish it down with. <laughs> set upstairs or whatever. So gyms will be back and better than ever. I'm sure. But- Dude, I've always had like a rule of thumb where, you know, if it's, if it's chopped, go American. If it's that flat style, we call that like flapjack flats. Yeah. I'm sure. There's like a c- correct name for it. Secret sticks. Dude, dude, my brother went in there. He was sand boning with the kids and he went whiz chopped gyms. I could just tell like, dude, that looks amazing. And he, you know, he said, I like the combo of them all. I'll be honest. Like yeah. my uncle made a combo in Key West for the Super Bowl and it shots and giggles. And literally like, it was like Wiz, Cooper Sharp and something else. And like, it was just ridiculous. Like if I ever open a cheesesteak place, 
you're getting all three. Sorry, folks. Oh, yeah. And and it's it has to be with onions or something like yeah. that, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. no, and that's, that's the cool part about these places too. Make not cut you off. It's like, no, you're good. Every place does it differently. Every place says like, this is how we do it. Like, if you don't like it, like, you can get something different, but we just don't suggest that. You know, I, lo- <laughs> I love that. I love. No, that. yeah, man, and that's and, and like it's it's not as cutthroat as it used to be. Like growing nah. up, man, you you, know, you honestly like growing up as a kid. I remember going to Pat's. And like watching people get kicked to the back of the line. If you don't say with or without the correct way and on time, like you get up to the front of the line, you say to that guy, "Yeah, I'll take a cheesesteak with a," and they're like, "What? Get the fuck!" Boom, right to the back of the line. You got to wait another fifty people. Like that's how it was back in the late eighties and early nineties. It's either with, it's either without. Boom, bang, let's go. And like if you didn't, if you weren't prepared and you didn't say it properly, they sent you to the back of the line, dude. That's no right. joke. <laughs> yeah. And there's like the places like talk of the town I haven't hit. I've heard some good things. And then like, dude, you kind of move right into like the sandwich shop and deli category. Like these places, they have cheesesteaks, but some of them are more known for like cutlets, uh, dude. And surprisingly enough, like your, your favorite meal of the day, like breakfast. So oh. like what? So like Mike's barbecue is on the list. That's not a breakfast joint. Mike's barbecue. Shout out to Mike. These guys, unbelievable, dude. They came into the scene with just this this uh, this vision that they could bring barbecue to South Philadelphia. I believe Mike went down south and just kind of learned the whole barbecue culinary experience down south. Brought it back up to, to South Philadelphia. I know Kel- like your boy Kelsey's been there, Sam Bonin. I went there for the first time, and I, I posted up, and, and it had the uh, – Dude, oh my God, the brisket, cheesesteak, Cooper Sharp cheese, fried onions on a fresh Karangi seeded roll. Like, dude, the first two or three bites, I, I, my, I'm like melting your fucking mouth. I couldn't get over the fact that I was eating something like this, so creative, so unique. Now there's a ton of places out there doing the brisket cheesesteak, but we're talking ribs, we're talking cornbread, we're talking mac and cheese. Like, it's just a small little, you know, South Philly Hole in the wall, you know, we, we serve people till it runs out. We could close it two, we could close it three, four. It doesn't matter, right? And I think that's my favorite part out. about these places, man. It's like, we're closed. Yep. <laughs> like, I love that. It's yep. Like, we're out. I'm sorry. We're not, we're not going to tell you some cheap bread. We're not going to. No, we just, this is what we have. It's very old school. I love it, man. That's what's yeah. going to keep the old school in Philly. It's great. Yeah, and this is like, that's one that like falls into barbecue month. But it also falls into specialty John month. And then, like, you know, they have just, like, that brisket cheesesteak. They do, like, a, a, a buffalo chicken cheesesteak, too. Like, dude, if you haven't been to Mike's Barbecue, you, you just – you're not living. <laughs> get there. Get uh, busy living or get busy yeah, going baby, to Right around the corner on 2nd Street, Dolores. Dolores is, dude. Now, they're serving cheesesteaks. They're serving cutlets. They're serving hoagies. Little hole in the wall on 2nd Street. This lady's holding it down, dude. I mean, fucking tough as nails, baby. I mean, this is this is the kind of uh, the, the place that you just want, you know, you send your kids to, cut their teeth, do a little sand boning on the streets. I got this awesome Philly special mural right outside of Dolores's. They, they specialize, I believe they specialize in cutlets. I think I'm going to say that their number one item on the menu is their cutlets. They, uh, they went viral with the, Dorito with the uh, with the Dorito cutlet. So what they were doing was like breaking up like a bag of Doritos 
and deep frying cutlets with like the, the crunches of a Dorito. And it went viral, dude. Like it like sold out. Like people couldn't get this Dorito cutlet sandwich because they, they made like, I don't know, 60, 70 of them a day and they just sold out. Actually, th this place also holds a near and dear spot in my heart because I sand boned there. I kicked off cutlet month from Dolores is the one day. And within two hours, they're sending me messages. We ran out of rolls. We ran out of this. We ran out of that. Holy shit. Your review did wonders. I'm like, really? Fucking a Sam Boner review did that? Like, I don't know if I was the, the, the main reason, but I'd like to think I was. And just whatever, whatever we can do for these local businesses, these small businesses, it's just exciting. It's fun. So again, Dolores is holding it down. Next on the list, Lil Nicks, Little Nicks, classic spot on the corner of Clarion and Moya Mensing. Again, OG Joe Sambo in this place. I have not been a little Nick. Shame on me. But cutlets, hoagies, cheesesteaks. Dude, this is like right, again, right in the heart of South Philadelphia. You're heading down to the game. Great spot to just pick up some classic hoagies and grinders and cheesesteaks. These guys have been doing it right for a long, long time. Uh, they just wear it on their sleeves. Huge fans of the Samboners. Shout out. Appreciate all the love and support. Uh, I'll continue to, you know, Lean on little Knicks when I'm heading down to a Phil's game or a Bird's game, but dude, this is just like and, and Colin, like these guys, these are the these are the types of places that also serve like breakfast sandwiches. Like yes, like, the long hots, like the, yeah. the long hots with like eggs and peppers and cheese. And you're like oh, this is God, there's no you're no way you're gonna find a better breakfast sandwich than you would at, a, at like a corner spot in South Philadelphia, like a little Knicks. And you can argue too, it's because they use the same flat top for everything. So it's like whatever was cooked. Whatever it's, was prep, it's marinating, up. baby. <laughs> marinating. Meatballs is another place right on the corner of 16th and Wolf. Just another classic, classic South Philly corner shop. Dude, just extremely passionate about sandwiches. I've had their cutlet. I sand bone their cutlet. I, 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 I think I pronounced their name wrong during my video, and I, you know, people just lashed out at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Well, guess what? I am. But at the end of the day, I'm a sand boner, and I do what it takes to get out there and showcase these places. And Meatballs is doing it right, dude. Like you can actually, if I'm not mistaken, like if you're outside Meatballs, you're sandbone, you're post up in the corner, you can see the stadiums like running down the street. So it's like right there. It's just so cool, man. It's like the Mecca. It's like right there. It's South Philly through and through. It's just one of those places. Again, you could probably pick up an awesome breakfast sandwich. They do the cheesesteaks. They do the colors. They do the hoagies. Uh, you know, all this probably wouldn't be possible also without like, you know, these, these classic bakeries, Colin, like the Karangi brothers. And Sarcone's, Sarcone's Deli, like, you know, Antonio's Deli right around the corner from Mangelo's. They just have like Sarcone's rolls just like stacked up and they're serving the, the cutlet sandwiches, the chicken parm sandwiches. It's like, dude, like without that bread, without that Sarcone's Deli bread, without those Karangi bakeries of the world, all this could not be possible. They're so, the cornerstone yeah. of like South Philly. Like everybody now, if you watch the Sam Boney videos, you watch other videos, everyone's like, this is on a seated roll from here. This is on this from here. They make their bread in house. Like the best part about it is people always talked about Philly bread before. Like, yeah, it's Philly bread. Like it's the best. Now it's like you're either, you know, Karangis or you're, you know, Angela's the best or Sarcones. Like it's like, it's so, it's just awesome. It is, dude. It, it is. It is. And there's a, ton, there's a ton of them. We should we could probably do a show on all those bakeries. <laughs> We get, we get, and my apologies for uh, stepping away there for those that are watching. Uh, there's a tornado warning here, and there was an armed robbery warning like in the neighborhood. So, like, I don't know what was going on, but 
some sort of sirens going on outside with some announcement. I don't know. It could be the SWAT outside. I have no idea, but we keep on Samponin. <laughs> I'm like looking at my, like trying to figure out, do I need to like take shelter, lock my door? I have no idea. So it's never a dull moment here at the Samboner show. But yeah, we'll just keep ripping through these, man. There's just, just in so many spots like Nick's Charcoal Pit. I Sambone this like beef tip, chi- uh, beef tip sandwich the one day heading down to the shore. Cool little spot right in South Philadelphia. What else we got? Oh, dude, old original Nick's roast beef. Right on 20th and Jackson. Does it get any better than the original Nick's Roast Beef on 20th and Jackson? If you have not ever been to Nick's Roast Beef on 20th and Jackson, do yourself a favor. Just the ultimate spot to hit before a game, after a game. Don't discount the gravy fries. That place is unbelievable. It's been sandboned a million times. Yeah, you get Uh, the whole thing, right? You go there, you don't just say, I'm going to get the sand. Listen, you're already there committing, and and you're already ready to get on the bike the next day, maybe go for a long walk. (laughs) Yeah. You've already had 10 beers. What's another thousand? That's calories? the thing. That's, it's just one of those iconic corner spots, bar, got the beers, you got the, the, the TVs, you got the great food. It's just, dude, it's just South Philly through and through. There's nothing to change, and hopefully they never do anything to it. Uh, Vincenzo's is another spot on 9th Street. It's been sandboned a couple times. Great meatballs, great cutlets, great cheesesteaks. Lorenzo's and Sons. Shout out to Lorenzo's Sons. The reason I bring Lorenzo's and Sons up, I don't think we're going to be touching on pizza in the South Philadelphia episode, but they are a big component of the Philly taco. So the Philly taco is a combination of Jim steaks where you go get a cheesesteak from Jim steaks. And then you go get a slice of pizza from Lorenzo's and son. And you wrap that slice of pizza around the Jim steaks. And that's actually really sad that anybody would ever decide to do that. I have yet to ever have the Philly taco, but if you want to go out there and make some fun content, I'm sure you'll probably get pick up a couple of followers by doing so. I'll say this <laughs> on the side note, you talk about pizza, obviously South Philly guys, unbelievable pizza and Italian food. Uh, and I'll get into it here later in the show, but Angelo's Pizza, okay? It's still Angelo's Pizzeria, folks. I took a box of their pizza home when I sandboned the cheesesteak, and I put, kept it on the train, and people on the train are coming up to me, like, not like, hey, weirdo, why do you have a box of pizza sitting next to you? They're like, can I have a slice? I said, absolutely not. I'm taking this home, and I'm putting it in freaking aluminum foil, and I'm saving it, and I ate pizza every day. Yeah, man. It's so good. So that's a side note, but I love so, it. I yeah. love it. So just to kind of round out the, the the deli sandwich shops, man. You know, and 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 you know, apologies if we missed a couple, but you know, George's right on 9th Street, Italian Market. They've been holding it down for years. Antonio's Deli. I just brought. That's like one of my favorite places in the city. It's just a, a hidden gem that just doesn't get a lot of love. But they're not huge on like social media. I don't think they really care. They just perfect food and they do a great job of doing it. Pasta Fisio is a big. Uh, a great spot down on Packer Ave by the stadiums. Anthony and those guys do it right. Uh, I love going to Pasta Fisio before the games. Just a just a great family-run business right there next to Chickies and Pete's. Uh, famous 4th Street Deli, an unbelievable iconic spot to hit. Great Jewish deli, great Rubens, huge portions. Uh, if you're looking like, you know, you go to Pat's, you go to Gino's, you go to famous 4th Street Deli too. It's just one of those iconic spots in South Philadelphia. Cosme's Deli is another great spot for hoagies. Pre-game, Reds, Hoagies, Ricci's, all these, all these spots have been uh, have been Sam boned, and uh, they'll continue to be Sam boned because these guys just consistently put on a great show and produce a great product day in and day out. And you know, you, again, it, it's tough to go wrong if you just put that that tender, that love, that care into the sandwiches like these guys do on a regular basis. Then you know, we'll just keep coming back, baby. We'll just keep Sam boning. Just keep saying bone and take a look, take a bite. I'll take the baton here, Mickey, because you just ripped off 
just legendary places. And we're about halfway through. I'm going to rip these off, guys. There, there's so much here. Like, again, this was almost like Delco in a way, even though South Philly to me, probably even bigger. There's so much. It's a city, but still, they're both very similar in the sense, in the sense that there's so many bars, there's so many restaurants, there's so much stuff. You can't, we have, we're trying our best to get everything here. So I'll hit you with some of the bars that we love. Listen, South Philly, Chickies and Pete's, they go hand in hand. Legendary spot. It's been there forever. The, you know, the crab busts, the crab fries. I love their pizza. Cutlets are great. Like everything's just great, right? Like nothing is like blow your your socks off, but everything's just really good. You get the audio of the Phillies game on. Everyone's got a time and a moment. They had a special time at Chickies and Pete's. The service, the people, the swag, the gear. Like it's just there's something about. Can I say it. something about Chickies real quick? Sure, it's your show, Mick. Dude, shout out to no, shout out to Chickies, honestly, because you know, like I remember my dad taking me to the original in Mayfair. Now they have what, like sixty plus locations all over the tri-state. I just, I was talking to you in Bordentown, New Jersey. There's like, oh, here's a Chickies. But Chickies and Pete's was also the, the, the game changer when it came to the melted American cheese, right? People went and got those crab fries, but there's nothing better than dipping it into the melted American. And then Steve's picked up the melted American and now everybody's melting the sharp American, the Cooper sharp. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Great point, Mick. And, I, and that's where I was going with it. My kind of favorite thing at the lobster cheesesteak is unreal. Uh, it's got the melted American on top. I like, um, and again, because they had the one in Warrington and I was at Wood and like we were just starting, like we were, football was great. We were, parents wanted to go party somewhere after. We wanted to go eat somewhere as players. So we'd stuff our faces at Chickies right there in Warrington. But to me, if you get those Old Bay hot shrimp and you get the bread that you get with dinner and then the cheese sauce from the fries, you dip the cheese sauce and dip the bread into the shrimp kind of boil. Oh, my God. That's like my favorite thing there. So good. Love chickies. Shout out. Staple in South Philly. Philadium, one of my favorite places, the old school version and the new school version. Really cool spot. Legendary. Doesn't get any better. Yeah, I mean, it's legendary, right? Like my Uncle Chuck used to cover the Flyers for 25 years, Chuck Gormley. He would go down there with like Coatsy and like LeClaire and like all these old school guys. Like, and then when all the people would cover the Flyers in the playoff games, like from Montreal and all, and they'd come down, like Chuck would take them to the Palladium after every single game. So if you walk in the Palladium, like it was a who's who, especially in the 90s and 2000s of like Flyers and Eagles. And like it was a different vibe. It was like kind of the hideout pub for a lot of the sports writers, kind of a secret Palladium hideout for a lot of the people that would come down. Um, so shout out to, you know, Palladium. Another place that everyone talks about from all over the country is, hey man, what's the bar between all of the, all of the ballparks and the stadiums in Philly? That's Xfinity Live. I remember when they knocked down the Spectrum. I never remember seeing a picture of what it was supposed to look like when my buddy's dad was organizing the joint and and kind of doing operations in South Philly there. And he was like, dude, this really cool bar is going to be there. A bunch of bars condensed into one thing, concert menu. Well, that's Xfinity Live. If you're from outside of Philly and you want a place to go have beers for the game. Obviously, all the places in South Philly were about the name, but Xfinity. So the bars are uh, 1100 Social, yep. Broad Street Bullies Pub, Chickies and Peach, Gino Steaks, Lorenzo's and Pizza, PBR Philly, Victory Beer Hall. Dude, it's a great spot, honestly. Like, at first, when they built it, I was like, what are they building here? Is this like a, a wiffle ball stadium or something? Like, it just looked like a mini, mini stadium. But, dude, it's <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect for Philadelphia. It's exactly what we needed on Sundays, the, uh, the NFL – like, you know, the, the game day guys will come out and post up on the little turf field they have back there with Lincoln Financial Field in the back. They got live music, you know, in the back on the stage. And just it's just people are flowing in and out of there, especially like, 
midsummer when the stadiums are packed. That place is fucking ripping, dude. It's built for the masses. It's properly built, right? Big room, oh, yeah. big spaces, big bars. You get the PBR bar. Like it's it's a little chaotic, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, we're at the we're at the Flyers game. We're there for two periods. We're like, all right, you just want to watch the rest of the game at Xfinity? Yeah, let's go watch the rest of the game at Xfinity. <laughs> like, you know, like it gives it that option too. I did that a couple of years ago with my pals pre-COVID, but uh, I digress. So we've had Chickies, Palladium, Xfinity Live, Triangle Tavern's awesome. Great chicken parm and wings. It's killer drinks. South Philly Tap Room. This place, I've never been. Everyone tells me about it. They're, check out their Instagram. I mean, your mouth's going to water the entire time. It, it's just ridiculous. It just looks ridiculous. Tattoo Mom, awesome spot. Unreal burger, bomb burger, and just really cool atmosphere. You got the Bach Bar, which is a neighborhood rooftop bar and there's so many bars in south philly guys I, we didn't even know where to do and what the what the what to think with this people just send us all these and then these are the ones that mick and i came up with and a lot of these places double as a restaurant and a bar um lot to unpack here now i digress into the restaurant stogie joe's love what they got going on Villa di roma classic italian food oh we should have joe perry on and talk about villa di roma joe perry can't talk about Bill DeRoma without call, talking about Joe Perry. Well, listen, we had Joe Perry on, guys. You want to go back? He talks about it on that episode, too. <laughs> but Bill DeRoma is amazing Italian food. Dude, it's yeah. unbelievable. Dude, it's ridiculous. The best. I mean, all these places. <laughs> My mouth's watering. Rouse on 9th Street, Italian Market, you know, oldest Italian restaurant in the U.S. You got, obviously, like I said, Bill DeRoma, um, Bomb Bomb. Dude, Bomb Bomb. Let's go. Time out. Time out. <laughs> bomb Bombs, dude. So Bomb Bombs is near and dear to the Sam Boner crew. Uh, my brother and I used to go there all the time. There, it's a, it's a, dude, it's a slash Italian restaurant and barbecue spot. The food is off the chains. It's absolutely off the chains. Old school corner spot, South Philadelphia. Nothing's changed over the last fifty years. And dude, it's like honestly the best like chicken parm, veal parm you'll ever have in your entire life. It really is. It's that good. Take a look. Take a bite, Sam Boners. Mick stamped and approved. Boom. You got Irwin's, Mifflin Street, seafood, homemade pasta, uh, higher-end place, create a menu, fresh meals, cocktails look ridiculous. Of course, the Italian classic. Juana Tamale. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Uh, fire Mexican food. I mean, this is the thing about I'm talking about South Philly. Is like It's not just Italian and cheesesteak, folks. This is some mouth-watering tacos. Like, I'm a mess. I'm trying to keep my diet right here as we get into the heart of my tryout season. I'm starving. And I'm looking at these Instagrams like, holy shit, man. Somebody sent me this. Somebody sent me that. So we're trying to feature that. Mike's Barbecue. Uh, obviously hit on that. But smoked chicken cheesesteak? Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Yeah, smoked chicken cheesesteak. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Dude, we got to go to Mike's. I'm telling you. We got to go to Mike's next time you're in the city. It's a it's a must, dude. I'm in. I'm in. I know we touched on it, but I will touch on it again. I have to keep it on my list. Keep things good. Um, so you got El Mezcal Cantina Tacos. Uh, then you got. Hopefully, I can say this right. Uh, let's see. Legendary Square Pizza. Did I put that? I that. spelled that wrong. It's Santucci's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's wait, they, they, yeah, Santucci's, dude. What's that? Their tenth location? They just opened up in South Philadelphia. Yeah, the Italian market area. It's freaking money. Square Peach, obviously. <laughs> you got um, Barbacoa Chef. This place was cool on Instagram to check it out. Higher end Mexican food. Uh, I want to keep it moving. Let's see. Bop, bop, bop. You got Rex and Royal, El Chingo Philly, Punk Burger, Found Philly, 
Let's see. Uh, Taco Hard. He's Passion Gad. Chicken Chicks Philly. Nipotino. Uh, and then Stina Pizzeria, just some uh, places. There's so many. On and on, man. It's I know. Just, I'm just trying to make sure we hit them. No, I trust me. I get it, man. We, were, I knew when we were going to do this episode, it's, it's like going to get overwhelming. I'm, I'm, I might get, I might just jump in my car and go down there. Right Unreal. This. And then I, this is a category because I don't even know what to put in our last segment here. It's like breakfast, brunch, pastry, specialty. <laughs> like what else is left? I don't even know. Like we could have a water ice category or water ice category. We could have a freaking uh, pastry category. You could have a pasta category. We'll be here all day. People will be falling asleep <laughs> at the wheel. Be. We could be. Um, guys, listen, nifty fifties. People know about it. The ridiculous cheesesteaks, tasty cake, cheesecake. Uh, uh, excuse me. What am I saying? Ridiculous milkshakes. Nifty fifty. <laughs> I'm going to start over. Hello. How are you, bud? Minute 45. Nifty fifties. Unreal milkshakes. Tasty cake milkshake. How are you? That is right up my alley. And then all the good diner specialties and eats. Jason Kelsey's been there, right? Like wings, like classic diner food. Like love that place. Nitty fifties. Check it out. Place is freaking awesome. I love Fitzwater Cafe for breakfast. This place is great. Used to go back in the day when I was in college all the time. You got the Dutch. You got Melrose Diner. You got Green Egg Cafe. You got the breakfast in. Comforting Cloud. The Tasty Philly. Philly. Uh, uh, Brazilian Bakehouse. Unreal. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, Terramani Brothers, Frangelini's. No, uh, no, no, no. Termini Brothers. Termini Brothers. Sorry. Termini Brothers. You know how legendary Termini Brothers is, Colin? I know, and I screwed it up. I read it too fast. These fucking kids, I'll tell you. Kids these days, 30. Termini Brothers. They got a a rum cake that that weighs roughly 50 pounds, and every holiday, my mother-in-law, like, eats the whole entire thing. It's unbelievable. I think she gets a little buzz off it because it's got rum in it. And then she falls asleep because she fucking basically ate herself into a coma. But this thing is deadly, dude. Deadly. My apologies to me, Brothers Nation, because I've been there and it's unreal as well. And I who is this kid? Where did he play football? Yeah, guy. Football? How? Huh? Who? Frangie? And then you got a what? That Korshak bagels? Oh yeah, unreal, bro. Remember Danny? Danny was talking about these. He was raving about these guys, dude. John's Water Ice, of course. I mean, come on, the yeah. best. And then, listen, there's so many more spots. We try to hit all of them, but that's kind of Mick and I digressing here on this list of just, like, monstrosity. If we miss something, let us know. If we if we need to go hit a place up, let us know. This isn't a perfect list, but, man, we tried our damnedest. We probably give you 150 different places into in a t- one-mile-by-one-mile vicinity. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is this is – World-renowned stuff right here, dude. I mean, this is South Philadelphia. It doesn't get any better. Honestly, it doesn't. And, you know, we've been through a, a quite the shit show here in the last couple of years. And unfortunately, a lot of these places have likely, you know, suffered. But I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, the, the times are starting to change for the better. And people can acknowledge that, you know, these places are, are the, the places that have paved the way for, you know, I guess, you know, us foodies out there that just appreciate a good meal from time to time. But there's so many cool hidden gems uh, throughout South Philadelphia and all the outskirts of Philadelphia, Center City, West Philly, North Philly, that you just it's it's cool, man. You got to venture out. You got to go try these places like, I, you know, we're I'm, you're reading these places off. I'm like, I've never been there. I've never been there. I've never been there. And it's like, man, alive. Like, I got to get to these places because I'm sure they hold, you know, just a little special place in, in a lot of people's hearts. And I. I love that. Like, I love that. 
No doubt. And I, I apologize if we said anything wrong. I try to take down responsibility of saying things right, but that's a part of some of these places with a lot of vowels at the end and this, that, and the other thing. Make anything else about South Philly before we wrap up, man. It's near and dear to my heart. It was it gave me a huge hug when I was at Temple and I needed I kind of needed one at times. And I would go down and see my buddy Albert in South Philly there. And I'm like, I need a family meal, man. Boom, we go here, we go there, or his parents and their, you know, row home in South Philly would make meatballs and pasta. Like, you're right. I could live there, Mick, in Philly for sure. Absolutely could live there. No, man. That that's that's pretty much the rundown. Um, you know, I just want to take a, a minute to shout out some, some of our friends of the Sam Boner show, much appreciation to our friends over at, at cafe Carmela. Uh, you know, they're, they're bringing a, a little bit of South Philly over in the Northeast area of Philadelphia. Also about to open up a new location in Huntington Valley, appreciate their love and support and, and just supporting us here at the Sam Boner show. Another shout out to, to Mike and Nick Berardi, the Berardi bros. Uh, going I can't wait to go there, Nick, dude. And they're, they're, they're also like South Philly, like Philadelphia, Northeast Philadelphia. Like these guys just get it right. They're bringing they're bringing that South Philadelphia vibe to Sea Isle. They're bringing it to Southampton, PA, Bucks County. Mother's Day weekend. I am tr- I am storming into that place. You better fucking get there early, dude. It's fine. They're I'm okay with it. it. They are absolutely crushing it. Don't tell me with a good time, Mick. Yeah, no, I I hear you. I hear you. And uh, you know our our. Our last but not least, our good friends uh, over at in Hainesport, New Jersey, Lilo's. I had an opportunity to sit down with John again uh, the other day. And, you know, this guy has so much appreciation for, like, you know, the Dannys and the Angelos of the world. Like, he, he's not a South – it's not a South LA cheesesteak. Like, he, he's, he's more all about New Jersey and Trenton. But at the end of the day, like, this is the kind of guy that, like, just – just has that appreciation, right? Like, I hope he listens to this episode. I'm sure he's been to a ton of these spots. I mean, the guy loves good food, good people. So real, you know, big thanks to, to John and Lisa over at uh, Lilo's. And then, you know, last but not least, um, Hank sauce, man. If huh. you're a fan of good hot sauce. And uh, like me, you like to pound it, like bottle after bottle. Like, I just, I just down this shit, man. I just, seriously, bottoms up. Drink hot sauce all day. It's five o'clock somewhere. But now, if you're looking for a fun gift for a bachelor or a birthday or whatever, go on to hanksauce.com. Use the uh, the promo code Sam Bone. Sam Bone, baby. But yeah, man, this has been a ton of fun. Love the location episodes. I think we're going to be gearing up next month for a little Sea Isle action. Ever heard of it? Sea Isle. Sea Isle City. Maybe, maybe we'll tie a couple other islands in. I don't know. We got to talk about it, but. Should we do Sea We talk about it here on air. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it up to the same boners. Should we do Sea Isle and Avalon? Is there enough in Sea Isle to feature? I know there's a lot of places to eat, but like. The Jersey Shore? No. Hell no. Too <laughs> big? Yeah, I know. Too big. I know. We you compare Wildwood. like Wildwood and Cape May, you could do Sea Isle and Avalon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, these are a ton of fun. Um, you know, please spread the love and, you know, share these clips when we send them out on social media, these are great spots. Right. And especially here in South Philadelphia, like try these spots out, man. When you head down to the next Phillies game, uh, you know, and you're setting up a tailgate, you know, go to the, go to little Nick's, go to my Paul's, no meatballs, not my balls. <laughs> go to <meet> Paul. <laughs> no, that was a funny clip. Paul, I, it sounded my, like my, I said my balls. So I, I fucked that up. And too. listen, leave it, you know, we're very blessed and a lot of us are those people are dependent on a lot of people to go down there and support them. Leave a tip, take care of somebody, you know, in South Philly, it's a good place. You want these places to stay around. 
don't complain when they go and and you know there's something commercial goes in there just go support it you know that's my challenge and uh, to those mick i think it same owner nation as we wrap up here update them on on the on the social media status, kind of with the Sam Boners, Sam Boners show, and yeah, everything yeah, it. we got some, we got some traction, man. We got some traction. You know, the 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 Sam Sam Boner Nation is strong, Colin. It really is, and uh, you know, a lot of people have reached out in concern, and and unfortunately, you know, Instagram just doesn't have the best support structure. I guess when there's 18 billion people using, we love you, Instagram. Though we love you. Yeah, but you know what? You know, I was in Florida and was walking poolside, and you know, some guy jumped Yo, out. Of his, Sam Boner. <laughs> some guy jumped out of his pool seat. Sam Boner, Mick, ended up being a guy from Canada of all places. Brian Dembski, my brother and I, Dan Dembski, were huge fans of the Sam Boner, Sam Boner Nation. And then I came back down from my hotel room. Brian was like, "I just reached out to Dan, let him know I met you. I told the whole situation. Dan's got a friend that works for Meta." And there's a case being looked at as we speak. Legend. Fingers crossed, Sam Boners, but we're going to get this page back. We're going to continue to rock and roll. And if for some reason, again, we don't, we push through, right? The we guy spills through. his daiquiri with a floater on his chest. <laughs> hey, Sam Boners. Nah, man. Yeah, shout outs are out there, man. The Maniac Malloy and I at the game yesterday, you know, and that's a beauty. Like, he's getting Sam Boner shout outs. I'm getting Sam Boner shout outs, dude. Sam Boner Nation, baby. There's no I in team. No doubt, man. Listen, thank you guys for your support. Thank you all our friends and sponsors of the show, especially Original Fudge Kitchen, Chip and Fudge Sweet Treats across the country. And then lastly, honestly, guys, thank you for listening and supporting the show. And in South Philly, it's what a great time. Can't wait to get to the ballpark this summer, get up there July 4th and uh, being down the Jersey Shore. And stay tuned to more at the Sam Boner Show. I'm out. Sam Boner out. Sam Boner out. Have a good weekend.